now come to the fourth deadly sin, which is lust. Lust is a sexual attraction and desire that leads a person to immoral action. Even before it leads to sinful action, lust begins growing in a person's heart and mind, affecting the way they view the people around them. Lust doesn't mean that any kind of sexual desire is sin. It simply takes that desire into a context that is different than what God intended for that desire. When left uncontrolled, lustful desires can lead to destructive tendencies in both the life of the lustful person and their interactions with others. Now, despite being a more adult topic, there are examples in Disney of characters that are controlled by lust. The most notable of these examples is probably Frollo from The Hunchback of Notre Dame. Frollo longs to purge the gypsies from Paris because of their heathen magic. That is, until he discovers the gypsy girl, Esmeralda. Then he becomes torn. He sees her and her people as evil, yet longs to take her for himself. He convinces himself that his desire is due to her trickery. He's not willing to admit that the desires come from within him and should be dealt with in the appropriate manner. Instead, he begins burning down Paris in a mad pursuit of her, hoping to bring an end to her and free himself from her curse. Once he finally does catch her, though, he makes her an offer that if she give herself to him, that he will deliver her from death, even though he believes she is evil. He is willing to disregard everything he believes to be true if she simply provides him the opportunity to appease his primal desires. However, not every example of lust is so extreme. For a more subtle and yet still destructive example, let's look at Gaston from Beauty and the Beast. Gaston is consumed with a person's looks, both his own and those of others. Since Belle is the most beautiful woman in town, and he believes himself to be the most handsome man in town, he concludes that this means they should get married. He believes this so strongly, in fact, that he invites the entire town to come to his wedding before he even proposes to or even dates Belle. He barely knows anything about her, disregards her dreams and desires, and tries to force her into the picture he's already painted in his mind of their future together. When she refuses his advances, he goes so far as to have her father thrown into a mental institute unless she eventually agrees to marry him. Then, when he discovers she loves someone else, who is the Beast, he rallies the entire town together to kill the Beast and eliminate the rival that threatens his preconceived notions of his future with Belle. This, of course, eventually leads to his own demise. Gaston's lust causes him to reduce Belle to her physical features alone and to disregard any part of her that doesn't line up with his own fantasy of their non-existent relationship. In these examples, we see the dangers of lust. 
It reduces the person we lust after to whatever fits our own fantasy, and we become willing to cast aside anything that prevents us from fulfilling our desires with them, whether that obstacle be their own desires, romantic rivals, or even our own morals. It allows our natural desires to carry us away into a mad pursuit devoid of reason or consideration of others. This is why the best counter to lust is discipline. Discipline allows us to recognize the desires that we have and rein them in until they can be fulfilled within the proper context. Even within the proper context, discipline can prevent us from placing our own desires over the desires of our partner, which can be harmful to them and the relationship. Lust causes us to become irrational and self-serving, but discipline can lead to a life of fulfillment for both us and our spouse. This has been another Sermon in the Pocket. Remember to share this episode with others and send me your questions and comments on Facebook or by emailing me at sermoninthepocket at gmail.com. Thank you again for listening, and may God bless you. Thank you.